Two moms, two marketers, two women new to the financial industry. They have a lot of questions. That's why they're bringing in financial experts to educate all of us here on A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. Hey everyone, it's Chantel, Vice President of Marketing with Centris Federal Credit Union. Hey everyone, it's Liz, Senior Marketing Specialist. It's April. It is. Can you believe it? No, I can't. And you know what's cool about April? It's Financial Literacy and National Credit Union Youth Month. You know, you know, as we were getting ready for this episode, I was thinking how ironic this was because I have this situation happening. So I have a 19-year-old son who, first year of college, and he calls the other day and he's like, hey, mom, I am going to take summer classes. So first I figured it was a scam. Because there's no way my son would call me telling me that he would want to take extra classes, like never in his life. So after we got through that whole situation and realized it was real, he said, yeah, I just, I really want to take some classes. And I said, great, but this kind of goes against the whole quote unquote financial plan we had. Um, We, you know, hadn't thought that that was going to be something that he wanted to do. While I'm proud of him that he wants to do that. At the same time, you know, I said, Bud, we got to figure out how we're going to, you know, pay for this, right? right like, right. he's going to have loans, but it's just more on top of it. So it was just that conversation back and forth, realizing how important savings is, which is going to be the topic of today's show. And, you know, we live in this instant gratification world. And, you know, we had to have that conversation that you're going to have to give up some stuff or work some extra hours to really save. And, it's just different from when we oh, were yeah. growing up. Yep. I can remember, like, we didn't get anything right away growing up. I know, I remember my mom having to save, you know, months before we could get something, that big purchase, or, um, I mean, around Christmas time, I can remember she'd she'd start saving or she'd start buying gifts almost right away right. In, the, in the year, and she'd kind of set those aside and save them for the year, and then she'd have all of the, all the stuff for Christmas, but, I mean, it wasn't, we didn't things right away sometimes I mean she tells me stories now where she wouldn't buy bread during the week for her to eat so that we could have Mm -hmm. you know a good meal on the weekend so well we've got an expert on savings and all things financial today so sure do we're really excited for today's guest because she's an amazing mom and a really fun co-worker who understands the importance of saving for the kiddos and like us she doesn't always have it figured out and she's been with Centris for 20 years. Love to welcome to our show our Associate Vice President of our Retail Financial Services team, Keisha Wilson. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for joining us An today. expert. That's, that's really aggressive. I wouldn't say expert. I'm a real-life person. <laughs> Very good. I'm glad. We have the real life. <laughs> we have got the real life. I think we should level set, though. You are a podcast aficionado. Ooh, I love podcasts. Yeah. I will say though, this is the first podcast I've ever been on. So oh, how yes. exciting. Long time listener, first time being a part. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. You've got a lot going on in your world right yeah. now. So tell us a little bit about how this all started for you. At the credit union? Yes. Yes. So I actually started at Centrist Federal Credit Union as a part-time job that I was never going to keep. It was really just a job for me, and I was a teller at our downtown location, which we don't actually even have anymore, 
And I just slowly worked my way up in the credit union. But I will tell you, the thing that I'm passionate about the most is truly helping people with their finances. So while math isn't always my friend, (laughs) either is details, (laughs) I love to talk to people. And that is kind of what has just spurred me on to do the next thing within the credit union and then the next thing. And here I am 20 years later. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you want to be in marketing? I feel like math. Yep details, talking to people, that's really where where we're at. Like yep. that's in our space. Yep. Yeah. yeah, math is not a strong suit no. for us. Mm-mm. But guess what? Numbers, numbers are hard. I do this for a living and it, I use a calculator. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's I don't right. have to know math. That's right. So we want to talk today really and inform those listeners about savings. I mean, it's, it's a hard thing. It's a personal it thing right. to talk about. Yeah. So why is it so important that people are educated on the value of saving and what it means to, you know, your financial future? Well, I really equate learning to save money similar to the process of losing weight or getting healthy. You're going to fail. You're going to try and you're going to try again. But every small change that you make in your life is going to have a big impact towards planning that future of saving and really flexing that muscle because it really is a habit. It's not necessarily something that we're all born with. Some of us are better at it than others, but I think a lot of times people start and it doesn't go the way they want it to or it doesn't equate to as much money saved as they'd like it to be. So then they just kind of like, well, if I can't, I didn't get it, so I'm just going to quit. There are just so many things that you can do, small small things to make yourself better at savings. And I'm not talking about the cut out your $5 coffee. We all have heard that. But really, with today in digital banking, Mm -hmm. you really can make your money work for you and really do some of those things so you never really even know it's there. So you almost kind of trick yourself into saving. Right, right. And people are coming in all the time asking you, consulting with you in the branches, right? So what are some of the tricks that you're asking or telling them and, and giving them advice on? Well, even for myself, if I don't see it, I don't miss it. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we offer up to our membership from the very beginning is, can you, either through your employer, have part of your paycheck go straight into your savings account so you don't ever even really miss it because you never had it to spend in the first place? Or if that's not an option, if you have your money go into your account wherever it is that you bank at, there's a lot of times you can do an automatic transfer. So the day that you get paid is the day that that money transfers out into a savings. And then once you have that savings built up, those are kind of some other questions, some other things that we can do to continue to get that savings uh, in the door. Very good. When's a good time to start? So like I, I've got, you know, my little Augie who's two, Chantel's got a 14 and a 19 year old and you've got kiddos. Like, when should we be starting to save? That is a really good question. I say as soon as possible. But I will tell you from experience, I have a 17-year-old, I have a 12-year-old, and I have a 5-year-old. And my 12- and 5-year-old have a way better savings account than the 17-year-old did. So even though I do this for a living, it doesn't necessarily mean that if you didn't do it right when they were born that you're out of the game. It does not mean that at all. It's just really helping to build that savings muscle and that habit. Very good. So as teens, we're living with teens. Oh, 
Liz someday. Yeah. You'll you'll have well, that she's, experience. She's two going on yes. thirteen. <laughs> I mean the sass is real. <laughs> so darn cute though. <laughs> Thanks. So, At least she's got that going for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> so those teens are getting their first jobs. Yeah. And you know, they're they're seeing that paycheck and then they're going, Well, what is this thing called taxes and all the things? But how do you kind of guide them through, you know, what, what should they be doing? How should they be saving that first check? I mean, it, it's it's amazing to have cash at your hands for the first time, right? Well, it, with your teenager, if you're having them save too much at the beginning, it really isn't going to be them learning that habit because they're going to just see this money that's going away that they could use to spend on something else. So I encourage everybody to engage their teenager in that conversation. It shouldn't look like me as the parent telling you, you will save half of your paycheck or you will save three-fourths of your paycheck. I go to my son and say, hey, what do you think is a reasonable amount that you can save that you wouldn't miss out of each paycheck but that could build towards something that you want to spend that money on college. Mm -hmm. And um, he he said, you know, I I don't really know. And I said, well, how much do how much do you spend at Buffalo Wild Wings? He loves Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) And he's like, well, it's usually about $40 a time that I go because, you know, he goes with friends. And I said, well, perfect. That why don't you skip one meal out for each paycheck and you could put that money in your savings account and you'll never even miss it. So he made that decision. So it's really him that's figuring out how to save that money because I engaged him in that conversation. It's empowering them. It is. Right? It's starting that adulting piece of the puzzle that they need to have, you know? Well, as parents, it's being comfortable having that conversation with them, talking to them about money. Um, I know that that can sometimes be a struggle. I know in my household growing up, we didn't necessarily talk about finances. Absolutely not. It just wasn't something you asked. You didn't ask your parent how much you made or how big your savings account is. Right. Right. And how much do you have in your retirement account? Like that was never a conversation. And then sometimes I think people, as they're learning to save, just get so overwhelmed with, okay, now I've learned how to save and I have an emergency fund. Now I need to plan for retirement. And then it just becomes this great big animal to tackle. So you really have to take it in those bite-sized pieces to be able to figure out what works best for you and your family. Right. I think that's an important concept since you'd mentioned that April is National Credit Union Youth Month. And, and the tag behind that is start small, dream big. Yes. And you don't have to have a lot to start. You know, start small mm-hmm. and know that that's what it's all about. It's about growing it over time. Absolutely. Having the patience and being prepared. So how do you, how do you tell people, especially those parents who are just starting out, how do you prepare them? To, 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 to be ready for things like this. So when we see a parent come through, and it may not even be with their kiddo, but we get to know our members, and maybe they come through and we know that they've had a child. And we'll say to them, hey, Mr. Member, you know, we know you just had a baby. You should really think about once you get that Social Security card, maybe you should come open an account for them. Then once they're in the door is really when we start to have those conversations of we can make this work for you. You can set up an automatic transfer to your child's account or you could do it through direct deposit. But really, it's just even letting them know that there really isn't too young of an age to be able to get a savings account for your child. Perfect. And one dollar amount doesn't equate to what your savings is going to be. Just start small. 
But I will tell you that with the kiddos, my five-year-old that I did better savings with, Mm -hmm. as her money kind of grew and we were putting money in there, we got to a certain level where we were like, well, there's $500 sitting in the savings account. We were like, well, I mean, she's not going to be using it for a long time. What do we do? You know, and savings accounts aren't aren't earning that much these days. So we decided to put it into a certificate at the credit union. And then so we're still saving in her savings account, but now she has a CD. So it just kind of, you see how it snowballs. You start little and then eventually it just gets bigger and bigger. And then you have more money to do some of those things that you want to do, like financial planning and retirement. Yeah. I remember having that conversation with you the other day. I, my parents made me put my babysitting money, part of my babysitting money into a certificate. Good for them. And I still had it when I was 40 years old. And so, you know, that I used it for myself. And so that's just a story that you can actually use. I mean, you can actually, it's a thing that you can use that money whenever, let it grow. Absolutely. That's and that's great. what we're, that's what we're doing for Augie too, is we set up that savings account, but then we're getting her that certificate so we can just keep yeah, putting money, in. Putting, putting money in. And as that, it, as the certificate expires, we just put more in and keep it going. Yeah, I think that's great. And one thing that a lot of people may not know is you can have more than one CD. Mm-hmm. So every $500, you could open another CD. So some people do that as a way to make sure that they have liquid money every so often, once mm-hmm. a quarter or once yeah. a month, depending on how, how they plan it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's really up to you how you want to do it. And yeah, absolutely. How you want to save. Is it too early to talk to young adults about retirement? I know we've kind of thrown that word around a lot and saving for it. Um, what's When do you start that conversation? Well, I haven't really started that conversation with my 5- and 12-year-old yet, but I have started having that conversation with my 17-year-old and what that looks like for for him. You know, we know we don't know if Social Security will be around, and he already is used to saving money, so he might as well, if he's already putting away $40, maybe he does an extra $40 a paycheck, and that goes towards, you know, an IRA or something along those lines that he can have for retirement. I mean, he has time on his side, so compounding interest is going to be his friend. Right, Absolutely. and as they get full-time jobs and yes. they get those offers to do the 401k matching, just making sure that they're taking Absolutely. part in that. Mm-hmm. And when I was young and started at the credit union, people talked to me about those things, but it didn't really mean anything to me mm-hmm. Yes, because I hadn't had that prior history with my family. I'd never been taught that, so to mm-hmm. speak. So I think the younger that we start talking to our kids about those things, it'll just be like a second language for them. Right. And they'll be able to do it quite easily. Right, because it's not, and it's not going to be top of mind to those younger kids because it's 50, 60 years down the road for them yes. when they'll be able to retire or when they start thinking about it. Um, so and they're yeah. invincible. Right, they're invincible. Right. and Nothing's going to happen to them. <laughs> and everything's instantaneous, so they'll have money when they're ready. Yeah. yeah. You made a good point earlier and one that I don't know that a lot of people do nowadays with their children but you said that you had to wait for the things that you wanted to get tell me a little bit about that and what did your family do to budget or how did you know that your mom was saving money for those different things that you were doing or wanted to do or Christmas it's funny so my like they didn't talk to us about the finances the finances or money or anything when I was growing up. My mom kind of told me these stories as I got older and as I kind of started to have my own budgeting and my own finances and she told me there were times where um so I got to see my mom every other weekend my parents were divorced and on the weeks that I wasn't necessarily with her 
she was really budgeting and she was watching all of her money. And she, like I said, sometimes she wouldn't, she'd just have bread or she'd, you know, just eat the bare minimum so that on the weekend that I'd get there, we could order a pizza. Yeah. And we could go to Blockbuster, if anybody can remember Blockbuster video. <laughs> yes. Um, the blue card. Yes. We'd go to Blockbuster and pick out a movie and uh, a, a Nintendo game or something, you know, and that was our splurge for the weekend. And I didn't know what was happening when I wasn't there until I grew up and she told me that. And then for Christmas, and I didn't know this either, but she would buy our presents throughout the year or sometimes she would just set aside money into and put it into a savings account and set that money aside every paycheck. And then come time when she was ready to go buy those big items, she'd have that money to go buy them and get it for all of us for, for Christmas. So, And it was funny. She did that for my brother and my sister and I. And so the three of us, We'd always have that one big gift, and then we'd have all the little ones, you know, and all of our little stocking stuffers, which was always our favorite. Um, and then cards. That We were a big family on cards. Like, that's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. I like um, that. But she didn't tell me that until I got older. And looking back, I kind of wish I knew more because exactly. that would have taught me to maybe appreciate it more when I was little. Um, I, you know, now as an adult and as a mom, I kind of look back, and I'm always like, I am so sorry if I ever – didn't show the appreciation that I should have. Well, and I have been horrible with my own family, and this is what I do for a living, that delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. You know, you think, well, I, I want them to have it better than I did when I was growing up. Yeah, exactly. So I want to make sure to get them the hip shoes and the nice pants now I'm dating myself. But <laughs> so I so rad. I know. So I didn't have them wait for those things. And I almost think that that is just as important as teaching them to save. Yep. Agree. 100% agree. agree. Yep. I'm the same way. I think you just want them to have, like you said, what you didn't necessarily. And you just want to see that expression. But at the end of the day, the savings will be more gratifying for them at the end. You know, having those experiences, they can use that savings for experiences rather than the things that they, you know, that we we talk about a lot. So thinking about all those those little kids and, and how easy it is to do online banking, right? It's so easy. It is. But why why would you say it's important to bring your kiddos into a branch to actually see it all happening? If you can associate a financial institution or a branch or, you know, a centrist location or wherever you bank, if a child goes in with you to open that account, they're going to remember that experience forever, So yes, we will always open an account for a parent when the child's not there, but we really like it when they do come because we're able to show them how does the teller line work? How do you budget money? You know, it's easy to get advice from your mom, but when you get advice from somebody sitting on the other side of the desk Mm -hmm. that you don't know, you may actually take that more to heart than you would if your parents were talking to you. Also, when you bring your child in, it associates, we have a little bin that they can pick out a toy, but that's a reward that they get for saving money, Mm -hmm. and they're going to associate saving money with a positive feeling. And that is really a good thing because some, you know, sometimes you think about saving money and it doesn't always sound like fun. Right. Right. But to a kid, if they get to pick something out of the basket and they get a lollipop and they've just opened their account and signed their paperwork, boy, they feel pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then you're able to have conversations with your child that you may not have on a regular basis at the dinner table. Right. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. Right. And the next time they get that money from grandma, grandpa, whoever, you can say, let's go deposit it at the bank and then they can have that rewarding experience again. And our most important, one of the most important parts of a branch that we have is our tellers. And I will say, 
it is so much fun to watch them with the little kids when they bring in their piggy bank Mm -hmm. and we take it back to the coin machine and once in a while we'll show them how it gets run through there Uh, but their eyes light up and the tellers honestly it's as much fun for them as it is for the kiddo coming in the door yep absolutely yeah So you've given us a lot of great ideas and great advice. So out of everything that we've talked about today, what's a a penny for your thoughts? What's something that you want to leave our listeners with? It's okay if you don't get it right the first time, but keep trying. Please keep trying because it will be a huge reward later on down the road. That is fantastic. Thank you. That's great. Thank you so much, Keisha, for joining us today. This has been awesome. If you have any questions that you would like us to ask our subject matter experts, send them our way to a penny for your thoughts at centristfcu.org. And please share the wealth, subscribe, rate, and review our podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And be sure to follow Centrist on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn for more great financial information. Or you can visit our website at centristfcu.org. Or you can just give us a call and chat with us at 402 334 7000. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks, everyone. A Huda Media Production.